0: Welcome to the Spiritual Enrich AF Podcast. I'm your host, Denise Finieri, a mindset and business coach with more than 10 years of experience in the yoga, coaching, and holistic wellness industry. I built my multi-six-figure business while working full-time as a teacher and have since ditched the nine to five. From conversations around marketing, mindset to money, this is the business podcast for soul-led entrepreneurs who want to create a hell yes brand that feels authentic and is the deepest expression of the impact they want to have. Ready to build your soul-led empire? This is a podcast for you because you can be spiritual and rich AF. Hello, everyone. Welcome to the Spiritual and Rich AF Podcast. I'm your host, Denise. Another awesome week to be hanging out with all of you, and I am very, very, very happy to record this episode for you guys, worthy and wealthy. I'm so excited to dive into this content. So I have to give credit where credits due. The title of this episode actually came when I was interviewed on someone else's podcast. We, um, her podcast is about um, worthiness, and she wanted to interview coaches that had had an experience with this or this was their niche. And she is basically a general life coach and has a podcast. She does these small snippets, and you know she invited me onto the podcast, and I was talking about my experience with wealth and with money, and she was like, oh my goodness, Worthy and Wealthy, that'll be the name of the episode, and I said, oh my gosh, that's so good. I'm definitely going to record this content, or not the same exact content, but use this as, as an inspiration to record some thoughts that I have around worthiness and wealth on my podcast. So here I am, and I spoke about a lot of the inner work that I I had to do around worthiness and wealth. And so I want to talk about that with all of you. And what's really interesting is, you know, I really believe that like the universe is just always giving us signs because I had been doing a lot of this inner work and I got a lot of invitations for pe- from people who started asking me if I would come and collaborate with them or if I could do a training or I could do a workshop where I talked about some of these concepts around wealth and wealth energetics. So that podcast wasn't the only thing. I was invited to do a money training inside somebody's workshop. Someone, not just someone, a few people have asked, when am I going to do a retreat? And I have to say that 2022 just might be the year because I've gotten a lot of people Who really want to do a retreat, and I didn't do one for obvious reasons the last couple of years. So it has been something on my mind, and yeah. So keep your ears and eyes peeled for all of the goodness that's coming in 2022. But today's episode, let's dive into that. We're going to talk about worthiness and wealth. And there are actually many layers to wealth. And I'm in the process of adding to my private course for my mastermind and my one-on-one clients, a wealth energetics course. And I really did a lot of my own inner work around the different ways we are in relationship to money and wealth that really determines the frequency, the vibration that we're in with receiving it. And it the relationship you have with money will 100% impact how money how much money you are able to generate save invest in. So it's really important to be looking at your money and looking at your relationship with it. And I've been doing this, not just my internal work, but doing a lot of this work with my clients. And what I've noticed time and time again is the resistance to looking at it. So some of you might get a little triggered. This might be a little bit of a, an episode where you feel called out, but I want you to really listen with open ears because If there's any stickiness around money, if there's a resistance to looking at it, there's lots of subtle ways in which you might be creating a money ceiling for yourself. This is such important work, especially if you are a business owner. And I think especially if you are um, someone who identifies as, uh, as female business owners, because notoriously, if we look back in time, historically, women were not expected to make money or to earn it and to manage it and so some of that patriarchal belief system can very much be within your subconscious and impacting the way that you talk about money create it and have it so i'm going to talk just briefly i'm going to mention what are the different layers or energies of wealth so they are conscious creation which is generating wealth asking for It asking for what you want, allowing it, so receiving wealth, having wealth, so to actually have it, to be able to save it, spend it, invest, and then reinvest over and over again. And this is a cycle. So if you can think about it not as a circle where one leads to the other, but it is a cycle of wealth that we are engaging with money in these, in these ways. So I'm not gonna go into all of these. I'm actually Doing a very special three day training um, called Wealth Energetics, and you know, if you have a business or you've thought of having one, you want to do money work. Like I think the sooner the better, because I have clients at all different levels in their business. So from those that are pretty much starting from scratch, all the way to having created five hundred k in revenue, and every single one of them, we have done money work on some level, and for even for myself. What I was creating in my business five years ago versus what I'm creating now has taken taken me on a journey of my own money story and the ways that I'm engaging with money. I've had to do this work for myself at multiple levels. And I think it's going to be something that we will do forever. And it doesn't have to be heavy and it doesn't have to be painful and it doesn't have to be, you know, these this deep inner work where, you know, we're like digging in and going in there, working around your money story and recognizing your patterns and your relationship with it. It doesn't have to be this very heavy conversation or this heavy, heavy work. I think sometimes with money in particular, it can, a lot of people will resist it because it feels heavy to them. And I want to offer to you, what if it, what if it's not heavy? What if it's actually? The most freeing thing that you could do is to actually look at the way that you are in relationship to money. And so I'm doing a special three-day training, Wealth Energetics, that you definitely want to come to. I'm going to break down Wealth Energetics, so all of those ways in which we engage with money, how we allow money and wealth and the universe to support us, and how we engage with it. I'm going to be breaking down all of those levels. And I'm going to teach you how to identify each level, how to recognize your unique relationship with wealth in that way, and to determine, you know, where your block is in creating more wealth and how to move past it. So we kick off the three day training on February 1st at 2 p.m. Eastern time. And I'm going to be doing this. On zoom so you're going to want to make sure that you register for the event by going to the link in the show notes so that you can have a special zoom link sent directly to your email account okay so again this is going to be february 1st 2022 at 2 p.m we kick off a three-day training wealth energetics and you definitely want to be there okay so where does this episode fit in then if I'm going to be doing a three-day event called Wealth Energetics, right? Well, the work that I'm going to be breaking down during this training is important, but before we even talk about generating money, receiving it, having it you know, within your business and within your life, we have to talk about worth and your sense of worthiness to having it, creating it in the first place. Worthiness and wealth go hand in hand. So I want to talk a little bit just about my story because not feeling worthy for me was subconscious. I did not have a conscious awareness that there were thoughts that I had around money. I literally had no idea that I had all these stories about wealth and money. And so some of you might be like, oh, no. I know I want to create a six figure business. I know I'm on my way to creating multiple six figures or having 10k months. I know for a lot of people that's you know that they're looking to sign their first few clients and have that consistency in their business. And so some of you might be thinking like, yeah, for sure I don't have any issues around worthiness. But if you've never like if you've never looked at your relationship with money, you might not realize that there are there are a lot of ways in which you could be thinking about it that are subconscious so we I think we all have an income ceiling for example I'm going to give you an example we all have an income ceiling every single one of us even if you work in a nine-to-five you have an income ceiling and that is how much money you're comfortable with receiving so just look at how much you've made in the past few years and if you haven't been in business for, you know, more than two or three years, how much money have you made in the past few months? If you're pretty much at the same level, meaning you haven't been on the uptick from year to year, you probably have an income ceiling. Same is true if you've been in business for six months. Look at how much money you've made over the last six months. If you've been consistently making 2K, but you, you have this, like, I can't, can't, I haven't been able to figure out how to make more, you probably have an income ceiling. So what is an income ceiling? It's a subconscious amount. So it's a number that you have subconsciously that you are allowed to make. And subconsciously, you don't believe you're allowed to make more than that. And it could come from how much money your parents have made and what was standard for them, what is you know what seems to be the norm in your community or in your industry, and so we might inadvertently put that income cap on ourselves inside of our business. So a lot of the ways that you think about money, they're they're not even your unique perspectives, your your beliefs about money. They come from your upbringing, or they come from your culture. They can come from even the industry that you're in. So I talk about this all the time, how the spiritual community thinks that in order to be of service to the world, you can't generate wealth, that it's this very black or white thing that there's no room to be able to do both, that actually having wealth helps you do a lot more in the world. So even in the community or the industry that you're in, how is money being talked about? These are just some of the questions that I've journaled on. So feel free to like pause the podcast, jot these down. How is money talked about in your home? How was money created? What was said about working and creating wealth? What was the story around working and creating money? What was said about money in general? What was said about... With, uh, said about people with money. So how did your family, how does your community, how does your industry, your culture talk about people who have, quote unquote, a lot of money? Did you see yourself as wealthy? Do you see yourself as wealthy now? These are just some very interesting questions to start pushing up your subconscious beliefs around money to the surface so that you can see what's going on, right? Beneath the surface that is literally driving how much money you can create in your business. Because your relationship with money has everything to do with how, you, how much you create. So if you change your relationship with money, you will change your fucking life, 100%. And I'm gonna say what a lot of people won't say publicly about money. I see it time and time again, people will skirt around this issue, they get very uncomfortable And I'm going to say it anyway, because this is what I know to be true. And I'm not here to play small. I'm here to help people change their lives. This is what people don't want to say publicly about money. It solves a lot of problems. People do not want to say that. It's like this belief system that we can't believe that money solves problems, but it does. It actually does solve a lot of problems. No, it doesn't solve all of them. I am not saying that it solves all problems, but it does solve a lot. Growing up in a certain faith, having a spiritual practice that the spiritual practice that I have, there was and there are a lot of messages about money being the root of all evil, that money is greedy. All of those things, I'm sure you guys could probably keep adding to that list. I'm sure that triggered a few thoughts around money that you may have heard growing up all of them are thoughts about money. They are not fact. Money is energy. It's neutral. It's no more evil than a glass of water. It's literally how you use it. The way I think of money as it being an energy is that it's a energy of exchange often used for for something of value. So, when I have a service or you have a service or a product that somebody wants, that person thinks it's valuable and they will want to give you something in return for that valuable thing, whether that is yoga, whether that is coaching, whether that is Reiki, whether that is, you know, signing up with you to work for three months on how to manage their dosha if you're an Ayurvedic consultant, right? They see what you do. As valuable or if you have products they want to buy your products because the product to them is valuable and in exchange for that they give money so money is paper but it is represented or it's symbolic of an energetic exchange between two people okay it's an amplifier I think of money as an amplifier it doesn't change who you are it can't Because it's an external item. It's like saying, I'm sitting in my podcast closet, so my podcasting closet. So it's like saying this door, hear me knocking on it? It's like saying the door can change me and turn me into this like evil human being. It can't, it's an external object. The only thing that can change me is my thoughts and the way that I am thinking about myself in the world. So money will amplify who you already are. And so I want to talk about worthiness and wealth because what I have also found is not only do we have tons of subconscious thoughts and beliefs around money, but there's also this other aspect to it that is just as important and is that is your idea of being worthy of creating a certain level of wealth. And it's so fascinating because I had to do this work. So I was brought up where it was a very common refrain in my house that in order to make money, it was really hard to make money. Like you had to work a lot. You had to work overtime. You had to bring work home. And there was never enough. That was another common refrain that there was never enough. And it was not even true. Neither of those things were true. But because we always had enough. But it felt very true to my parents. And so as I came into my own, I had those very similar beliefs, because that's just what I heard growing up. So I accepted it as truth. And so I did work very hard. I worked on weekends, I brought work home with me. And I always wanted to be full time in my holistic wellness business. But I didn't know if I could do it and I didn't know that I could actually, people were going to actually pay me to, you know, work with them to, you know, to even own my own place and have my own studio or my own wellness space, right? Like I had all these very limiting beliefs around that. And also that if I were to do it, it was going to be so much more work being an entrepreneur than what I was already doing. None of that is true. And I had to unpack a lot of these stories that I had heard growing up and what was, um, what was, I'm trying to think of the right word, uh, like what was shown to me, right? Like, and no fault of my parents at all. This was for them. This is what was true for them. And they came from Puerto Rico, so Coming from another country here, their experience was that they had to probably work twice as harder, twice as hard as the next person because they were not given the same opportunities. They didn't have the same beginnings as maybe some of their counterparts. So I understand that that was true for them. And so that's what they impressed upon my sister and I. But now looking back on it, it's not true now. And I had a lot of beliefs around whether or not I was worthy of creating beyond, let's say, 100K. Because the school system tells teachers exactly how much they're able to make. Like, it doesn't really matter if you work, you know, from 10 hours a day or you're the teacher that, like, as soon as 3 o'clock hits, you go home. You don't get any extra for anything. You are, however many years you're there, that's how much money you make. And so I allow this other system to basically tell me how much I was worth. And I believed it for a really long time. I didn't think I could create more than that. So when I started working in my own business and I was making my own money that had no income cap, no one was determining how much money I could make, it brought up a lot of it. Brought up a lot of stuff. I had to unpack the feelings I had around being worthy of generating my own money not being dependent on someone else's business, someone else's infrastructure, but to truly generate that wealth on my own. And then I hit an income cap. I definitely, as I got closer to 100 k, I or I had big months and then I would plateau. And I think I talked about this before, like integrating that identity. And I remember getting close to 100K and, and I plateaued. My brain subconsciously was believing that, I wasn't allowed to go beyond that, that I wasn't allowed to make more simply because that wasn't shown to me as a child. I didn't know a lot of people who were entrepreneurs and that that could make that kind of money. And also it wasn't hard. Like there was, you know, I'm not saying it was easy, right? Like the things we do in entrepreneurship, they're very simple things. They're not easy things, but it wasn't the kind of hustle and hard work that I had as my work ethic in my teaching job, this was simpler. And so, when I transitioned out of my full time job and into my job, my into my own business, I had to do a lot of work around not working forty plus hours, burning myself out. That I actually could work fifteen hours a week, twenty hours a week, and I could let it be easy. I had to unravel and do a lot of that inner work to make it safe not just for my mind, for my nervous system. My nervous system was fried because it was so used to working that hustle and underneath that pressure. And I carried that into my business and it was backfiring. So I had to do a lot of that inner work to unpack it. And it all came down to my beliefs around worthiness. Because guys, if you don't believe subconsciously, again, this is a lot of subconscious talk we're having today. If you don't believe subconsciously that you are worthy of, ex- of generating money and accepting payment for your service, you think there's something wrong with it and you don't believe that you're worthy of it, you will not create it. And if you do, chances are you'll spend it right away, right? So you have to, like, are you worthy of having money? Not just generating it, but actually having it, having it in your bank account. If there's any subconscious beliefs around your worthiness to to having and being wealthy because of what maybe subconsciously you believe is true about people who have wealth, right? So for me, growing up without money and being a woman of color, it was very hard for me to see myself as a wealthy woman. And even when I was in the active creation of it, subconsciously I was rejecting it. I felt like I was leaving people behind. Like I had to go through some deep inner work there that I will say was was painful. Um, And it really came down to me not seeing myself as worthy of it. And so I I can pick this up in my clients so fast because it's the inner work that I had to do. And I want to offer to you all that if you don't believe that you are worthy of creating wealth and having like a specific number in mind. So if you've created You know, 50K, do you believe you're worthy of creating 100K? Do you believe that you are worthy of charging the price that you're charging? Here's the thing. We're all worthy. It's inherent, right? Like if you're a human being, you are worthy, period. But me telling you that isn't necessarily going to help you unwind the subconscious beliefs you have around wealth and money and yourself and your worthiness of creating that and having that me telling you that here on a podcast, it might, (laughs) I hope that it does. But a lot of the times it does take you really consciously having a new relationship with money. One of the concepts that I'm going to be going over, over that three-day training, and I'll share a little bit here is seeing wealth and money as like a partner, as if they were a human being. And the things that you think about money, would you ever want to think about that your partner? Right? So if you were in a relationship with someone a loving relationship, the way that you think about money, would you ever want to think about your partner that way? would the, are those kind words or those receiving words or those supportive words? Because your relationship with money and wealth is really going to dictate and impact how much you create. It is. There's no way around it. And if you have if you think you have really powerful thoughts around money and wealth, but subconsciously, you're questioning your worthiness around it, it will show up in your bank account. It will show up in your in your revenue. It will show up in the way that you engage with money. And so I want to invite all of you to this three-day training because I'm really going to be breaking down those levels of integration and relationship with with money. So that's creating it, the active conscious creation of wealth and money and generating it, the asking for what you want and receiving what you want, and then having it, allowing yourself to have the money, have the wealth, to be able to save it, right? to not have it come in and go right out and to only spend to spend it on things that you truly desire and not spending from a place of scarcity because you believe, oh man, I don't know when I'm going to get this money again, so let me buy this thing now that's coming from scarcity rather than true desire. So having the conversation around how you spend. And then how do you invest money, right? What are the types of investments that you're making with your money that are giving you some return on that investment and then the 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 conscious decision to continue to reinvest, right? These are all the ways that we engage with money and they play a role in our wealth energetics and at the root of all of them, though, is your relationship with yourself and whether or not you believe that you are worthy of that wealth. Because I know that what changed the game for me was that I really did the work to see my money story and see all the gaps in where I wanted to create something outwardly. Consciously, I wanted to create a certain number in my business, but subconsciously, I didn't believe that I was worthy of it. And if you don't believe that you're worthy of creating it, of having it, you won't. You just won't. And so I really invite all of you to come and do this work with me over the three days starting February 1st at 2 p.m. We're going to go for three days straight, one hour days. It's going to knock your socks off, okay? So I want you to head to the show notes. There's a link in the show notes to sign up for Um, to sign up for this training. It's going to be held on Zoom and invite your friends. Invite your yoga teacher friends. Invite your Reiki friends and other people in the spiritual community. This is such important work and I could not be happier to bring it to all of you. So until next week, my friends, remember you can be spiritual and rich AF. And that's it for today's episode. If you love the show, we'd love for you to take a minute and leave a rating and a review. If you desire to elevate the coaching or yoga industry, ultimately impacting more people, we need more soul-led entrepreneurs listening to this message so they know they can create a purposeful and profitable business. If you're ready to join me, it's time for you to schedule a call to learn more about how we can create some magic in my one-to-one coaching container or my mastermind. Go to denisefinieri.com to learn more. The link is in the show notes. And hey, let's hang out on IG. I'm at Denise I'll see you there.